This is a shock podcast. Shock. Please leave your message. Hey, Anika. Guess where I am right now. After avoiding this spot forever, I'm actually stepping foot here. As I stand here for the first time, it feels like a mix of emotions all jumbled up. Kind of like a roller coaster of feelings. There's this sense of heaviness, like a weight in my chest, realizing that you are really gone. Reading your name engraved on the tombstone, it's surreal. But at the same time, there's a weird sort of calmness too. Like, I'm finally connecting with you in some way. I guess it's one of those things where you can't really prepare yourself for how it will feel until you are right here facing it. It's both sad and comforting all at once. Well, I've got your all-time favorite pizza with me, complete with three lit candles, each holding our secret wishes. Remember how we never share this to avoid jinxing them? Gotta admit, this little tradition of ours is quite charming. So, with your ties to this world all cancelled, I figure it's high time I spill the beans on my wish for you. The first candle's all about finding that lifelong soulmate, ideally someone brainy enough to catch your wild space and science theories. Just like how Sarah seems to have nailed it, right? I tweaked that part after she came into the picture. The second candle, that's for you finally winning a lucky draw. Breaking that streak of bad luck you've got going. Your track record is hilariously bad. I mean, you always manage to let yourself down. And I'm always there laughing at you. Maybe the universe cook up this whole lucky draw thing just to give me a good laugh. And lastly... The third candle is for a long life so we can keep bickering over the last chocolate pudding in the old folks' home. Imagine the scene. But sadly, only the Sarah part came true. I'm sorry, eh? I'm sorry for not spending time with you like we used to. Life has a way of being cruel with its timing and it has stolen the moments we could have shared. I got caught up chasing my career and as a result, I stopped being there in your life. I miss our plans, our talks and the bond we had. I ended up becoming the person who bails on plans at the last minute and honestly, I don't even have a good excuse for it. I'm guessing you've 
pick up on the vibe and kind of stop making plans yourself. Our conversations have become fewer and I'm fully aware of how bad I am at those phone chats. Seriously, I detest them. Phone conversations just aren't my thing. I can't commit to them and I will rather catch up in person. But since you have Sarah in the picture, I console myself with the notion of making amends later. It was wishful thinking, believing you always be around. I'm feeling pretty foolish now. You know, I'm in practice mode these days, leaving you lots of voicemails on your number, even though it's way too late now. If someone ever listening, they might think I've gone off the deep end. Truth is A, I think this is my way of coping with the fact that I didn't get a chance to say a proper goodbye before you left for good. I think the last time we spoke was years back, right after I aced that crucial presentation at work. I was over the moon thinking I fell. It was a fantastic success and I was eager to share it with you over dinner. We even kept the night with karaoke, rolling home at 3am. It was a blast. After that, Life grew increasingly hectic and we drifted apart. I wish I could make time for you, A. Your absence has kind of made me value Mia more and no matter how busy I get, I'll make sure to at least have a chat with her. I don't want to mess up like I did with you again. I didn't mention how I mustered the courage to be here today, did I? Well, something quite embarrassing happened last week. I ended up at a car boot sale in KL, searching for a pair of boots. While looking around, I spotted a book atop a pile of old magazines. It turned out to be a collection of poems by W.H. Horden. I flipped through the pages one by one and stumbled upon a poem called Funeral Blues. The last part of it really struck me hard. It goes... The stars are not wanted now. Put out everyone. Pack up the moon and dismantle the sun. Pour away the ocean and sweep up the wood. For nothing now can ever come to any good. It brought back the emotion I felt the day Sarah called to tell me you were no longer with us. I remember dropping my phone and crying myself to sleep. I even took a week off because I couldn't function without breaking down. I blame myself a lot for what happened. On the day of your funeral, I didn't attend because I knew it would make everything too painfully real. I wasn't prepared to face it, so I chose to skip it. There's so much I wish I could say to you, but... I feel like I have no one to talk to about it. And Sarah? Well, she reminds me so much of you. I feel bad about it, but I just can't find the strength 
to be pillar of support for her. After suppressing my grief for a year, I finally decided to call your number, leave voicemails, and share details of my day. Strangely enough, it helps me feel somewhat better. It turned into my Friday night routine. Returning to that car boot sale incident, as I finished reading that poem, my hands were shaking and I ended up crying quite heavily, burying my face in the book. I think some people there noticed and tried to talk to me. I paid for the book and quickly retreated to my car, trying to regain my composure. With your birthday on the horizon, I made up my mind to gather myself and come visit you today. It's time to let go of the fact that you are no longer here. Maybe this voicemail will be our last, eh? Dang it! The pizza is getting cold and it's raining. Ugh, your favorite weather on your favorite day. Dean's waiting in the car, probably listening to The Clash hundreds of times already. He said hi, by the way. This might be our new tradition, visiting on your birthday. I'll visit you again, I promise. But for now, goodbye, Andika. I miss you a lot.